Hey there listeners, it's Jay. Today's topic is about stopping self-sabotage. And since Craig and I were waxing deep and rambled on longer than expected, this will be a two-part podcast. I hope you all enjoyed this first part. Now let's get to the podcast. Welcome back to the Troubleshooting Like Podcast. I'm your host, Craig Poston, with my co-host, Jay Peters, where we talk about various topics, sharing our experiences on life and finance. Hey, what's going on, man? What's up? Yeah. Hey, uh, how's your goals been going? Yeah, they've been, they've been going pretty good. I mean, I actually haven't paid attention to, like, the actual goals recently. I'm not going to yeah. um, So, like, you know, let's say, like, let's start from, like, last year, right? I had, like, I had a bunch of goals. I had, I had way too many goals. Um, so, like, specifically, like, of course, you know, real estate was one of them, uh, yeah. investing just in general. Um, uh, of course, getting more fit, right? Like, dropping some weight, you know, getting more muscle. That was one of them. Um learning a new language, trying to pick up like the harmonica, like all this stuff, like all the stuff that wasn't necessarily what I wanted, but it was just things that I thought could grow me in different areas. Um, and I kind of, I flopped on a lot of them. Uh, I kind of dropped a, a, the ball on a bunch of like the harmonica never even picked it up. Um, even from setting that goal, uh, the language thing, it kept up for like a good while. Like I want to say it kept up for like a hundred some odd days. And then I dropped that one. Um, but other than that, man, like real estate, real estate's been going pretty good. Uh, you know, it's the new year, happy new year. Um, but, uh, you know, in the past year I was able to get two duplexes. Um, uh, let's see, physique wise, and for me, it's more than just being consistent in the gym, right? Like I, I didn't drop down to the weight I really wanted to, like I dropped down to it and then I looked at myself and I didn't, and I realized that that's not what I wanted to look like. That wasn't necessarily the goal. Um, like the specific number wasn't the goal, I should say. Yeah. It was the physique. So, um, I stopped really caring about what the number was and just started looking at the physique and seeing how I can improve on that. Um, and the other things like, you know, the others kind of just fell to the waistline. Like they just kind of stopped being priorities. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, my focus, I, I'm one of those people, like I have like very low attention span. So yeah. like, something isn't. Um, not necessarily entertaining to me. It's more challenging. Like I, I, I have this need to feel a challenge, like, uh, whether that's like in a physical sense in a like intellectual sense, uh, maybe not emotionally. I'm not a fan of being emotionally challenged, but, um, <laughs> but, but other stuff, right? Like I, I enjoy the challenge, right? I, like I enjoy working out because it's not an easy feat, right? It, like it's easy to lift a certain amount of weight. It's not easy to lift weight that's higher than that. Right. And yeah. that, that's what I like about it. Um, uh, consistency is not easy. So that's something I, I've enjoyed. Um, but yeah, man, uh, the goals that I cared about have fruition. The goals I didn't care about uh, provided nothing or the <laughs> bud is still there and will not grow any further. Yeah, but I guess yeah. that I guess that would go along with what, what this title is, huh? We uh, yeah. uh, self sabotage. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. but how's your goals, man? Like, yeah, uh, you also making some moves, doing some things. Uh, and I'm 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 hitting some, you know. Uh, I I still feel like I self sabotage myself, but uh, yeah. the the real estate, obviously, uh, we talked about it before. Uh, I did get get a property, but I'm setting my goal to end on my birthday to make a birthday resolution. That's right. That's right. That's yeah, right. versus a uh, a New Year's resolution. Now, mm. some things that I have to put 
and perspective with the year, like budget wise, like I might want to set it off to 12 months because it makes sense. Uh, mm-hmm. A certain amount of money saved to be able to use on my birthday resolution, that type of stuff. I'm like, mm-hmm. or how I set up the accounts to pull money, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it might be based off of the year. And uh, that'll be, you know, like I say, a goal like that. Uh, but, uh, I won't say I'm hitting all my goals. Uh, again, it's one of those things is if you don't pay attention, you can have it written down, look at it every day. But if that's not one of the main targets, and I think the property was the main target, and that's why I hit it. But I also wrote them on their properties. So I have to do one more before my birthday. So that's mm-hmm. the, <laughs> so that was something I, I had to uh, make sure I paid attention to. All right, and for the, for the listeners, when's your birthday? Just to remind them. Oh yeah, February seventeenth. Okay, yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah. So, it says not that far away. That's one of the reasons why I was okay mm-hmm. with using that. Yeah, yeah so. <laughs> no, because that's kind of like mine. Because mine, mine's at the end of November, so yeah. you know, November thirtieth for those that listen and slash care. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, because like you know, ours are pretty close to like the the season of like the actual New Year, right? Yeah. Yours is actually close to like the Chinese New Year, so I guess you could use that. <laughs> yeah, full lunar calendar. Yeah, but no, 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 that's why I was able to. Uh, I would because I've I've heard about that before, where they use uh, birthday resolutions instead of mm. like New Year's resolution. To, well, that's you know, a better year. it's a better metric because what does the New Year really like signify for you? Right, it, it doesn't yeah. it doesn't have like true significance to the person specifically. It's, yeah, it's a new significance to you know the world in general, which is great, but how does that help you measure your growth right so like yeah. your age your age is something that will always continue to increase right so you would think i mean life's not linear right but you would think that if your age increased in certain things like income uh intelligence or wisdom yeah uh, business like aptitude stuff like that would also increase uh which necessarily isn't true but it's things that you can put a metric on and like there's like a specific date like well this day on my birthday what did i do right did i just go to the club did i just have like a family meeting? yeah yep. like how much was in my pocket during that time um and i think i talked about the story like once um is where like this guy he was talking about uh i think he was like 25 26 when he realized that he literally lived the same life two years in a row because on his on both birthdays on his 25th and 26th birthday he was in the same spot at the same club with the same amount of money in his pocket in his bank account than the previous one so and then that's what really helped him flip his uh his psyche is that he wanted to then focus on growing certain things so that the next year like 27 28 there was some sort of growth like i'm saying it's not specific to economics but it could be like totally different things like you could have a more healthy relationship with your spouse or your kids right you could have a uh, better outlook on life your quality of life could have grown right but that was just like his specific um case to where he noticed that his economic standing at that point did not change and it had been like a whole entire year a whole entire 365 days had gone by and nothing changed yeah no no then uh, again back to the title so sabotage right that's you yeah. kind of like one of those things right you start to you have to measure it in some kind of way figure out like okay what am i doing and why have i been doing the same thing over and over again 
Yeah, and that, yeah, that's a good way. And and like you said about the significance, that yeah, a birthday is more significant than a new year. Like, I mean, we all try to do this these goals and go like, okay, I'm gonna lose weight, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that by the by the new year. Mm-hmm. But everyone does it. And what is like, what does that mean? You may not mean anything to you. Uh, it's a good a good, you know, way to keep up with it. But then by the time you get to October, are you still tracking it the same way? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Cause I know sometimes even my budget, I'm by October, I'm not tracking it the same way. Like yeah. I, I have to go back and like, okay, all right, we did this. All right. You know, like to try to yeah, keep something going. Yeah. 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 And so like my, uh, uh, other goals too, were the, like improvement in my career. Right. So Ooh. it is our career. Yeah. Uh, so basically making sure I'm learning something new or trying to get a new certification or something like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. So that that's something that I'd start paying attention to when I was doing a little research, looking at this self, self-sabotage and I'm like, okay, well, why haven't I got a new certification in the last few mm-hmm. years? Right. Like, and it, it, it all, you put something else in front of it. And, mm-hmm. and obviously when it comes to certification, you have to kind of, put out this certain type of effort because mm-hmm. you, you're you gotta get a long time so you can study and you gotta actually in you know making sure that you're either memorizing or remembering or finding a way a good way to learn mm-hmm. uh exactly what you're reading or in these questions that you're trying to answer do you know how to answer them correctly so like it's a lot of effort that you put out just so you can get you know gain a new certification and it helps with the resume. That doesn't always mean you know exactly what the hell you're talking about. But like, no, no, yeah. Yeah, it's a good good entry into the doorway of, so this company has been looking for this certain type of person. And you happen to have the certifications and everything else to go behind it. And they're like, okay, look, we'll give you a try. You know, but that doesn't mean when you walk in the door, you understand what they're working on. Right. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. So, but again, you know, I, I feel like I don't push myself hard enough. Even though I'm I'm busy, but I still feel like I'm not. You know, it's feel like that that busy where you're running around in a circle versus yeah. like yeah, instead of like uh, moving Focus, forward. Doubt, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we talked about it before. Like like that's just that might be just a lot of people in general their their lack of focus or um, the feeling of getting small things done versus getting the actual large goal done is is what's kind of might be stressing them out even more right it's because they think that the amount of activities may be good right the amount of activities that they're doing but if you actually look at like if you are actually measure it like where that moves the scale up or down it may not be moving at all right because all those activities may not have um any relation they may not actually be producing anything and it might just be like uh running on a hamster wheel yep right yeah you're doing uh, you're working you are putting in work like that thing is moving, but you're you are not moving. Yeah. Right. Um, and I, I think it's just like a, a thing a lot of people do. And like I said, I'm guilty of it, too. Like I do a lot of things like just literally a lot of things. And I constantly say I'm busy. But and I, what I realize is that like a lot of people that say that they're busy, it's more that they're not focused. Yeah. Right. And it, and it's like and the reason like if you wouldn't have to tell me you're busy if yeah, you like if if I asked you like how's everything going and you're saying you're busy, like you wouldn't have to tell me. Like I yeah. would know. Like if I'm that close to you, then I would already know you're busy because I wouldn't even be able to have any of your time, right? Like your time would be just like too precious to even uh, utilize just to speak with me. So, um, 
so I, I think it's like not that they're busy, but like they're more like busy bodied, busy minded. Yeah. Um, like unfocused on on what they actually need to do, and it's, it's a common saying, like especially in your younger ages, that you don't necessarily know what you want to be when you grow up. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing or anything, but I think the closer or the earlier you get to that point mm-hmm. to where you can identify and you can clearly see the vision of who you want to be, what you want, who you want to spend time with, where you want to live, then it'll make everything else, like it'll clear the path for what you need to do. Yeah. Nah, that, uh, that's, man, that kind of like spot on because I remember uh we were texting one day and you were like hey i know i know you're busy and that's why i text you back it's like no i'm on organized that's just going <laughs> <laughs> yeah because yeah, that's that's exactly how i felt because i was like man i forgot to do this man i forgot to do that i was like and and i know my wife tells me all the time write it down and uh, yeah i write some things down but then some things i don't you know yeah and then yeah. It, it, and it's a good thing to write write it down because mm. like you still remember it in some kind of way because uh, like we, you go to work for eight hours, eight to ten hours, right? Sometimes you just like everything gets dumped after you leave work. You're like, ah, I'm done, you know, and yeah. then like you forget about everything you said you're gonna do that day. Yeah, and yeah. like the like literally, I was just watching another. So I watched this video before, and I forgot who the guy is, so I can't really um, like give him credit for it. But it's, there's this guy on YouTube who does like a lot of productivity stuff, and the way he put it is that like your your brain is kind of like a computer. Right. So, and you know, we're in IT, so I kind of ate that shit up like so easy because I was like, oh, he's speaking to me, man. He's speaking to me. Um, but what you're saying is that like your brain will have all these ideas, right? And like a computer, you only have a certain amount of RAM, right? A random access memory. Yeah. Um, and the each idea is kind of like having uh, multiple background processes. Yeah. Right. So it's taking up all that RAM that, that you need to actually function. So what happens is that it'll start tossing them. Right. Unless yeah. you start putting them down like somewhere else for them to reside and to kind of hold space like on a hard drive. Yeah. Like where it, it, it'll stay there. It'll just kind of get lost. Right. Or kind of get forgotten about or it just becomes more and more of a background process that yeah. it's no longer being provided the utility or the, the resources it needs. Right. So just writing it down, not necessarily on any specific place. Like like what I do, like we talked about in the previous podcast, I use the tasks app that Google has and I just write it down. Like literally I just wrote down one to tell you to give me the intro that you have. Yeah. Your stuff. Right. And it's just for me to write it down. So it's not like while we're in this conversation, one, I don't just bring it up randomly, even though I just did. Um or <laughs> or or two, that it then gets lost and then like I'm stressed out later that I don't have this and I'm trying to do all this stuff. Right. Um but like just spilling it out onto a piece of paper, onto an app and then organizing it later whenever you get a chance like say if you're um on the toilet like I don't know, people are on the toilet with their phone i don't yeah. really care like um health whatever it is i don't care um but uh like that's a good time to like kind of just scroll through your things and just kind of start boxing like time boxing them put them as tasks put them as calendar events yeah. you know send out an email whatever it is right um so yeah it, it that, that's just the way it was put and i enjoyed that analogy too like computers and technology. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, along the lines with the self-sabotage, obviously we're talking about all, all the different things that prevent you from hitting your goals or hitting certain things you want to do in life. And then, uh, so one of the thoughts 
is uh, where do you want to go, right? So if you start kind of like they, a lot of them say, right, uh, start with the end in mind. Where do you want to go, right? And then if you find out you want to do X, right, and then now you start to think about, all right, why, why haven't I hit that goal yet? Okay, let me plan for it. And then if you realize that you're kind of like, dragging your feet here and there. Now, that's where you can kind of start to see like, oh, there's a pattern. And that's where your self-sabotage comes in. Because I I remember when I was uh, living in Mississippi, I went to go, I, I don't know, it's just sometimes I just get, you know, get in my thoughts, right? And I went to the reservoir and I was just sitting down. I, I don't know if I was at a picnic table. I can't remember if I was just sitting on the ground, one of the two, or sitting on my car. I don't know, but I was looking at the water and I was just thinking, I was like, okay, well, I want to do this. And then I was just like, so, so why why don't I do it? You know, and mm-hmm. that's how the, the thought went through my mind. It's like, I, I, I want to move away from here. Then it's like, why don't I didn't do it? It's kind of like that. And then you, you kind of, instead of thinking about reasons why, think about what can you do to, yeah. to leave, right? So after that, I basically went and got a second job. Uh, and uh, it, <laughs> Uh, it's, it's not a glamorous job, right? That the second job, uh, it was uh, what was the stripper? Oh no, I might say they I was like, I don't know, I'm going here, right? I don't want to go. No, no, it was like uh, CC's Pizza. That's what it was. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. CC's Pizza. Yeah, you know, got free pizza and made money. Yeah, yeah, so I was saving money all the way around, uh, and that was one of the things I did. Is I just kept putting that that check away. Uh, and I would might use it to go uh, visit uh, who is my wife now in Dallas and uh, just, you know, get a feel for leaving. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, and basically what I would do is, you know, every time I put money away, it's, it, it only use a little bit to travel. Then the rest will be for the move. And uh, and I eventually got to a point where I could move because I already finished college and I was just like. Well, I mean, I have nothing to hold me back. You know, I'm like, I don't have any kids here. I don't have any, you know, like a strong relationship. I might have been, you know, I might have had certain friends here and there, but like not to the point where I couldn't just say, uh, let's go try something new. Because at the end of the day, you can still make a phone call and just say, hey, how are you doing? You know? Yeah. And nowadays, like with the uh, FaceTime or some type of, uh, you know, video conference. Yeah. You can talk. You can talk to anybody you need to talk to. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I did that. Uh, what was that on Christmas with uh, my parents? And mm. I bought my dad this bottle of vodka. He wouldn't open it, so I bought myself the same bottle of vodka. And I was like, "All right, Dad, we're gonna open this bottle of vodka together." So he yeah. opened his, and I opened mine, and then we had, you know, we had drinks uh, over the conference call, and then yeah. you know. Then basically, it talked to my parents, and my sister was there, so it was kind of like you, you you created that. Uh, you know, pretty much interaction. interaction yes, exactly. Yeah. Like, like you're right there. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna try to keep that up because it actually, you know, it actually worked out. Actually, he was very happy to talk and everything. And yeah, it, it is a different interaction between like just on the phone because, uh, you know, that the reason why we're doing Zoom calls, right? We're not just on the phone with each other, just talking it up. Yeah. Um, it's because there's a you receive something different from that interaction looking at their reaction right because that's how yeah. people are they're they're very uh like body language is like most of the conversation yeah right how people react to what you're saying how people um kind of give you certain looks or you know kind of appraise you like these are small things right 
Yeah. Um, but kind of going back to like like knowing where you want to go, I think another thing to ask yourself is like, what are you willing to do to get to where you want to go? Oh yeah, right. Like, and I think it, the reason why I say that is because some people they'll say where they want to go, and it's like a place that you know it looks great, but they don't realize all the rough roads it takes to get there, and then they quit when they hit too rough of a road. Yeah, and they just kind of settle for the next thing, right? And I'm not saying that they can't still get that stuff. It's just that if they would have thought ahead in mind, like how rough that journey would have been and still did it anyways, I think they would have just kept pushing and yeah. kept pushing. And and when they got to it, like, well, I expected this, right? Like, it, I didn't think it was going to be easy to get to a certain amount of money. I didn't think it was going to be easy to get to uh, a healthy relationship or a healthy marriage, right? Yeah. I didn't think it was going to get be easy to raise children, right? So why would I now quit? I have yeah. no reason to quit. Like, I already thought about this. Like this was already accounted for. So I'm just going to keep going. Yeah. And I, you know, and th so this is kind of like my thought on that, right? Are, are you willing to KO Mike Tyson in his prime for your goal? You get what I'm saying? Mm. Like, 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 what, what would you do for, you know what I'm saying, for that goal? Like, this is something that you're really hungry for. And, mm. and you, you know what I'm saying? We're not saying actually go do that, you know, because obviously you can't travel back in time, but it's that thought. Like, <laughs> would you, like, would you, you know what I'm saying? Like, that, you also can't KO Mike Tyson. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the, the, but the, the whole thing is, is like, how hungry are you? Like, right. like in your mind, if you could visualize it, could you, would you do that for your goal, right? And a lot of times that's what I, um, I won't say I'm, I'm trying to KO Mike Tyson, but like I'm basically thinking. I'm going to tell him. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man. Hey, <laughs> maybe I'll get a chance to meet him because yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a fan. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. So, it, and a lot of times what I do is I'm like, what would you do? Like, like for my kids, for my family, what, like how, how strong of a goal would you, you know, like how strong is this hunger to get to this goal? Mm -hmm. uh, and, a lot of times I go, okay, when I think about it, man, I have this, like, like I'm about to go for a run feeling like, like I need to run like 10 miles. Like that's how like hungry that feeling starts to get. And I like to keep that every now and again, think about that. So I could try to at least accomplish a goal that's, that's really strong to me, you know, just like hitting a, you know, a million dollar net worth, stuff like that. Just have that feeling of, you know, that strong feeling, just keep it there. And, uh, so, because you never know, right? You you never know how how you're gonna get there. You might get there in a year. You might get there in two years, three mm -hmm. years. You know, you don't know. But if you keep that hunger right there, and then you don't you don't worry about like uh, like losing, right? The because uh, that's one of the things with self sabotage is like you have this fear of failure. Like you you're afraid you're gonna lose. You're afraid something's gonna happen. Instead of thinking about the win, right now, what would it feel like if I won? Mm -hmm. Right, and that, and that's how that's how I look at it. And I don't, I try not to think about the, the fear of like, okay, it could fail. And then if you did, right, if you did think about the fear, what, what could you do to resolve it? So like, instead of looking at, okay, well, uh, security. Yeah, exactly. Right. Just like how you use insurance to uh, mitigate risk for yourself. Mm. Right. I mean, you know, for your car or for your home, like how about you come up with your own insurance plan for yourself and mm. that way you can still accomplish your goals, but then have this safety security net that you need. Mm. Yeah. So uh, that's, that's, uh, that's kind of like what I think about it. And that's how I, you know, I realize certain things I do self-sabotage. Cause if I have that hunger, certain, uh, towards certain goals, 
But then other things, I'm like dragging my feet. I won't like for a certification, right? Just set the date. Right, set the date and the rest will come, right? So like I, you set the date a month away. Uh, make sure you have the books and the material that you need and just get to work. Like, but then when I'm hesitant to set the date, then I know I'm like, okay, you're in the way of yourself. You yeah. Know? So yeah, that, that, that's yeah. how I look at it. Yeah. So that, that goes along the lines of our next point where it was, uh, self-evaluate yourself, right? Yeah, mm. because uh, uh, if you can't, which a lot of us can't, right? It's hard to evaluate or you know ourselves. Basically, we need someone else to tell us, and then uh, you got to and you got to know you got to trust this person too, right? Like, hey, if you tell me, what do you have you noticed about me? You know, mm. uh, when it comes to this, well, I noticed you do this, right? And if it's somebody you can trust, and you can kind of just sit there and evaluate, think about it. Well, I mean, like I do, I kind of just sit alone sometimes and just kind of think about why haven't I did this or or what's what's going on here, all right? Yeah, so, yeah. So I mean, what I did on like my birthday, right? So back in November, what I did on my birthday is I text like I text my family, like I text my mom, my dad, I text my sister, yeah, I text my best friend, uh, or best friends, and I text I think my girl. Um, who's my fiance by now? Uh, if you didn't know, um, but uh, yeah. you know, so what I did is, um, I text him and I ask him, hey, in, in celebration of my birthday and like my just my eternal hunger for growth, what is like one thing that I could do better to help you, right? Because I am like a high supportive person, right? I always want to help others, help grow others, and help them become better, so. And then, you know, I attend to self-evaluate, but, and we've talked about it before is that there were things that I wasn't even paying attention to. Right. And like you said, like those other people kind of have to point them out for you. And that's why it's good to run with a certain crew that will tell you that you are doing things wrong. You are doing things good, not one or the other. Like you yeah. can't just have like a cheerleader behind you just saying, Hey, keep going, keep going. Your light's yeah. broken, but keep fighting Mike. Right. You, you yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. And then you can't have the people that are like, oh, shit, you're in good shape. Mike's in better shape, right? Yeah. He's going to whoop your ass, right? Like, you have to have that, that nice balance of, like, yeah, you're doing great in the gym. You're training. But Mike's got a little bit more of an edge. So you need to work on these certain things, right? Yeah. So what I took by myself is to ask them, hey, what can I do to just be better, right? Be and Just one specific thing. You don't have to give me the entire list because I'm sure there is. Right, but just give me one specific thing that I could be a better uh, boyfriend, fiance, if I could be a better uh, friend to you, if I could be a better son to you, if I could be a better brother to you, right? And really take in that information because those are the really hard questions. It's, and it's not really a hard question, but the answer may be hard to hear. Yeah. Right? You not being able to accept your flaws and everyone has them, right? Or And not being accepted able to accept that you need to work on those flaws is huge self-sabotage to not just you, but to like future things, right? Because if you're not willing to work on something, how can you expect children that you may have to also work on themselves? Yeah. Right. How can you expect your spouse to work on themselves? How can you expect your, your family and the people that you, you associate with to work on themselves? So I think it all starts with you, right? Like, like Michael Jackson says, it's the man in the mirror, right? Stop blaming everyone else. Just look in the mirror. And other things, like, it's just a law of attraction. The things you do, the things you speak into the world will attract to you because 
because you basically pay attention to what it is, right? So the law of attraction, right, is say if I if I wanted to go buy a new car, right, and I started driving the new car or I go test out, I don't necessarily get it, but then I start looking around as I'm driving my old car, I'm looking at all the that specific car like everywhere, right? That car just like some, somehow pops up everywhere, and but before I even did it, like it was they were still there. It's just I didn't notice it, right? So that's yeah. the law of attraction is that you paid attention to something. And now you're constantly seeing it in the the big space of everything else. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely agree with that. And I do remember that text, and then that's that's why I I knew it probably was a, a combo. And I think I did say that it was a combo, uh, like type of situation where like we both needed to work on collabing more when it yeah. came to the to the podcast. And I think that was because I was like it, it it's it's me too, so it's not just you, you know. So yeah, not, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I don't know if you noticed, um, you know, because I was looking up other things that that kind of show a self sabotage, you know, mm. perfectionism, right? That was one thing that I was looking at, and they said perfectionism can cause self sabotage, which is that that's pretty common amongst engineers for sure, yeah, right? Because like before they want to put out a product, they want it to be perfect, you know, mm. or before they do something, they, they, they want the situation to be perfect. That, I mean, that could be the same for investors too, right? Uh, when it comes to, uh, they want to make sure that they don't lose any money. So they're trying to like make sure the situation is just perfect before they uh, go ahead and invest their money in this property. And instead of like, okay, look at the numbers that you did. Uh, they look like they're, they're, they're working. So why, you know, why are you waiting for the perfect situation? Right. And I think the difference is like investor wise is that there's a difference between like perfectionism and standards. Yeah. Right. Like, so when an investor looks at something, they, they really do their homework or they should be doing their homework. I'm not saying they all do. Like, I'm not saying I do all of my homework, yeah. but there are certain criteria that have to meet for a certain threshold, right? That they will say, Hey, I will get this or I will not get this. Right. So like saying like, like Warren Buffett, right. Warren Buffett and Berkshire Hathaway, they're a uh, private equity company that buys equity into businesses, Yeah, right? And you don't see him buying like all these different businesses, right? It's because he finds certain businesses that meet his criteria. And while that's not necessarily perfectionism, it, he is trying to get like, he has a specific formula to make sure that they meet a criteria that I will provide. But I will say like perfectionism, as in like, if I'm working on a product and I need it to be the best thing in the world for it to work that can kind of um go into like that paralysis by analysis yeah type yeah. thing to where you're overthinking everything and if you kind of just swap your thought to the thing of you not being able to please everyone and that you also will not always be pleased 100 percent, right yeah. and there, there's a story and someone else said it um i think it's the the man the boy and the mule I, I can't I can't remember what the actual story is, yeah. but the the basic of the story is that the the man and the son and the mule, right? They're all like the man and the son are walking, then the mule is just kind of like tethered behind him, right? Uh, people are coming up, they're like, "Oh, that's a waste of a mule." Like, yeah, why isn't it carrying someone, right? Um, so you know, the father puts the son on the mule. They they continue to walk. Someone comes up to them and he's like, "Ah, oh, what a terrible son making his uh, father walk while he's just sitting on the mule," right? Um, and then the, uh, they swap, right? The father gets on the mule, the son is walking and then people come around. They're like, what a terrible father making their son walk while he's just sitting on the mule. Right. Yeah. And then at the end of it, 
they end up carrying the mule, right? And and while that sounds ridiculous, it all sounds ridiculous. Yeah. Right? But it was all dictated on how they, how the other people outside of them perceived it. Yeah. Right. So, and the story is that you can never uh, please everyone. Yeah. Right? So why why would you even attempt to? Right. Um. And like things in the military, right? Like like a lot of us say, like eighty percent is good enough. Right. Um. And the reason why is because while perfect is ideal, it is not reality because yeah. things have deadlines and you still need to go out and get shit done instead of focusing on what you can only yeah. use that one time. Yeah. Because eighty percent, eighty percent is good. Like just just put it out there. Yeah. Because uh, that was uh, well, I think it might have been another one. Oh yeah, no, it was uh, it was another point. It was lack of communication where it was uh, where you're not asking for help. Right. And mm. to get that, yeah, you're missing a deadline. Cause you made me think yeah. about it when you said deadline. Yeah. It was like a, a lack of communication to like they ask for help at the right time. So you can uh, go ahead and tell everybody, Hey, no, no, I need, I need a little help so we can get this done versus like you're holding on to it. Then you get afraid of telling people that you, you're failing and then it end up turning to like imposter syndrome. Yeah. So it was like mm. when I, yeah, when I read, I was like, dang, that is, that's pretty crazy. You can create your own imposter syndrome, even though you like you, Usually you get that when you first start at a job because you don't understand all their policies and procedures of how things are done. And yeah. you're like, oh, this job's not, I don't think it's the job for me or I don't, I'm not qualified for this job, even though they hired me. Mm -hmm. All right. But like in this sense where you create it by just like keeping it a secret that you don't know what, you know, you don't, you don't know what you're, you know, I guess what you don't know. Right. Yeah. And you, yeah. You just won't tell people like, Hey, I just need a little help to get me through this little section right here to get me going. Yeah. yeah so yeah, that was, so yeah, when you said that, it made me think about that one. And then another another point was uh, it said uh, moderation, right? Like uh, if you don't do something in moderation, it could be uh, a way to sabotage it. You know, you over drink. You know, like you know. So say if you needed to get a presentation done, but you don't even know it. it, it everyone doesn't like presentations. Some people love presentations, right? Yeah. But the, the fact that you got to put in the work and everything prepared, but then the night before you get drunk. You know, uh, and then you end up waking up late and then you everything just starts, starts to fall behind. But in the beginning, you self-sabotage yourself because you didn't really want to do it. But then you end up getting drunk. Right. So mm. like th that was uh, one way it looked at it. And then another one was um, uh, running on empty. Right. Which I mean, it, a lot of uh, busy people, they, they'll they do that. Right. Don't don't get enough sleep just because. Uh, I'm trying to remember exactly, but like it was mostly that when it came to that situation. Mm. I actually had this stuff uh, all on here. All right. Because, uh, uh, but going into moderation, like it doesn't necessarily have to be like drinking, right? Like no, working no, out, no, working no, out yeah. too yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Working out too much could help. And, and working out, it has been proven to increase your health. And drinking has has been proven to increase your health, right? Like people's uh, studies have shown like the, what, glass of wine a day after was yeah. help thin your blood, stuff like that, right? Um, so yeah, moderation in general is uh, what should be the focus, not necessarily on the specific activity, but the focus of it. Like even people like that have, uh, like they've done studies on like smoking cigarettes, right? Where like stuff like nicotine, nicotine's not necessarily addictive, it's the, like the act of smoking is addictive, right? But you know, smoking one cigarette a week technically wouldn't shorten your lifespan at all, wouldn't really damage your lungs. And I'm just saying that, I'm not saying go smoke, right? I'm also not saying go drink, 
I would say go work out though. Um, yeah. but, but, uh, what I'm saying is that like moderation can be taken from both negative and positive activities. Yeah. No, it, it, uh, it was, yeah. Cause it was an article I was reading last night. That's why I was like trying to get that one back because it, it made a lot of sense. Uh, in another one it, with that moderation, it was talking about, um, uh, I guess setting boundaries. Uh, mm. If you're uh, a people pleaser, mm. right? Yeah, uh, that's another way. And I guess you know what? And now, now reading is make made. Uh, it makes a lot of sense because so say if you're working on a project, but other people keep asking you for help uh, for their with their project, and then you got a deadline and you can't hit that project. So I, I knew it was something that kind of I could understand it. Yeah, I was like it, it made sense to me. And then it's uh. Yeah, it was good that you hit the one on the gym because that was uh, one of their examples was like, you know, overdoing it at the gym where you, you end up not accomplish your goal. But yeah. You, yeah. 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 So you, you're too fatigued. Your body yeah. can't recover. And, yeah. yeah. But yeah, because that one, that one can happen a lot. The the one where you don't set the boundaries telling someone like, all right, I'll help you, but I have to get this done first. So, you know, yeah. and and yeah, that that would actually cause your own self-sabotage because you're, you're too much of a people pleaser or a, uh, you're too helpful, you know? Yeah. And I think we talked about it in the last part was like the the yes but or yes and type of yeah. conversation, like where you can still say yes, but you should also like box it in a certain way, right? So like say if you ask me help on a project, I'd be like yes, but I'll need a little bit more time, or yes, and I'll need someone else to additionally help me because I'm working on so much other stuff at the moment, right? Um, so I think that'll help kind of like refocus your people pleasing because you can still help the person but you still need to say that you can't do it all right because yeah. your your time is valuable you can't run yourself incredibly thin right you need help right so like what i started doing recently is that i'll need help on on certain code right so if yeah. i'm like programming something uh i'll just put it out there to my group be like hey I'm trying to do this. What is the best way forward to do this so that I'm not just stuck in a rut right now? Cause I caught yeah. myself doing that where like I was coding something and someone had someone else on the team had done it like way before. Yeah. And because I was too like big headed or too stubborn, I didn't ask and I didn't even search for it or to see if someone had done it. Yeah. Right. And then I'm not saying what they had was like perfect, but it was enough to get me going to in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, the, the next point I was trying to make about running on empty, yeah, it it, it did go along the lines of like uh, you know working too hard or uh, being too short sighted about uh, a certain situation. So then uh, you you start to sabotage yourself uh, if you don't realize that okay I'm working on this, but then is it really helping me over here? And then you feel mm-hmm. like you kind of overdone it, right? So and in a sense, it was it it runs up there with that uh, moderation type uh, of point. Uh, and then we know this one, the, uh, procrastination. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We all know that one. <laughs> I do that all the time. All right, everyone. Like I said, in the very beginning of the podcast, this is part one of two for the topic of stopping self-sabotage. I hope you enjoyed this episode and are looking forward to the next one. Please like subscribe and share this out to anyone that you feel could benefit from our conversations.